The BFG by Roald Dahl. Chapter 15, The Great Plan. We've absolutely got to stop them, Sophie cried. Put me in your pocket quick and we'll chase after them and warn everyone in England they're coming. Redunculous and impossible, the BFG said. They is going two times as fast as me and they is finishing their guzzle before as we is halfway. But we can't just sit here doing nothing, Sophie cried. How many girls and boys are they going to eat tonight? Many, the BFG said. The flesh lump eating giant alone all has most squackin' wopsy appetite. Will he catch them out of their beds while they're sleeping? Like peas out of a pottle, the BFG said. I can't bear to think of it, Sophie said. Then don't, the BFG said. For years and years I is sitting here on this very rock every night after night when they is galloping away and I is feeling so sad for all the human beings they is going to gobble up. But I's had to get used to it. There's nothing I can do. If I wasn't a titchy little runty giant only 24 feet high, then I would be stopping them. But that is absolutely out of the window. Do you always know where they're going? Sophie asked. Always, the BFG said. Every night they is yelling at me as they go bootling past. The other day they was yelling, We is off to Mississippi and Missouri to guzzle them both. Disgusting, Sophie said. I hate them. She and the big friendly giant sat quietly side by side on the blue rock in the gathering dust. Sophie had never felt so helpless in her whole life. After a while, she stood up and cried out, I can't stand it. Just think of those poor girls and boys who are going to be eaten alive in a few hours' time. We can't just sit here and do nothing. We've got to go after those brutes. No, the BFG said. We must, Sophie cried. Why won't you go? The BFG sighed and shook his head firmly. I has told you five or six times, he said, and the third will be the last. I is never showing myself to human beings. Why ever not? If I do, they will be putting me in the zoo with all the giraffes and caterpillars. Nonsense, Sophie said. And they'd be sending you straight back to the orphanage, the BFG went on. Grown-up human beings is not famous for their kindness. They is all squiffle rotters and grink sludgers. That simply isn't true, Sophie cried angrily. Some of them are very kind indeed. Who, the BFG said, name one. The Queen of England, Sophie said. You can't call her a squiffle rotter or a grink sludger. Well, the BFG said, you can't call her a squeak pip or a knot muncher either, Sophie said, getting angrier and angrier. The flesh lump eater is longing dearly to guzzle her up, the BFG said, smiling a little now. Who, the Queen? Sophie cried aghast. Yes, the BFG answered. Flesh Lump Eater says he has never eaten a queen, and he thinks perhaps she has an especially scrumdiddlyumptious flavor. How dare he? Sophie cried. But Flesh Lump Eater says there's too many soldiers around her palace, and he durstn't try it. He better not, Sophie said. He is also saying he would very much like to guzzle one of the soldiers in his pretty red suit, but he's worried about those big black furry hats that he is wearing. He thinks they might be sticking in his throat. I hope he chokes, Sophie said. Flesh Lump Eater is a very careful giant, the BFG said. Sophie was silent for a few moments. Then suddenly, in a voice filled with excitement, she cried out, I've got it! By golly, I've got it!
Got what? asked the BFG. The answer, cried Sophie, will go to the queen. It's a terrific idea. If I went and told the queen about those disgusting man-eating giants, I'm sure she'd do something about it. The BFG looked down at her sadly and shook his head. She is never believing you, he said. Never in a month of Mondays. I think she would. Never, the BFG said. It is sounding such a wonky tall story. The queen will be laughing and saying, what awful rub squash. She would not. Of course she would, the BFG said. I has told you before that human beings are simply not believing in giants. Then it's up to us to find a way of making her believe in them, Sophie said. And how is you getting in to see the queen anyway, the BFG asked. Now, hold on a sec, Sophie said. Just you hold on a sec because I've got another idea. Your idea is as full of crodswoggle, the BFG said. Not this one, Sophie said. You say that if we tell the queen, she is certain never to believe us. I am certain she wouldn't, the BFG said. But we aren't going to tell her, Sophie said excitedly. We don't have to tell her. We'll make her dream it. That is an even more froth-bungling suggestion, the BFG said. Dreams is lots of fun, but nobody is believing in dreams either. You's only believing in a dream while you's actually dreaming it. But soon as you waking up, you was saying, oh, thank goodness, that was only a dream. Don't worry about that part of it, Sophie said. I can fix that. Never can you fix it, the BFG said. I can, I swear, I can. But first of all, let me ask you a very important question. Here it is. Can you make a person dream absolutely anything in the world? Anything you like, the BFG said proudly. If I said I wanted to dream that I was in a flying bathtub with silver wings, could you make me dream it? I could, the BFG said. But how, Sophie said, you obviously don't have exactly that dream in your collection. I do not, the BFG said, but I could soon be mixing it up. How could you mix it up? It's a little bit like mixing a cake, the BFG said. If you was putting the right amount of all different things into it, you was making the cake come out the way you like it. Sugary, spongy, currenty, Christmassy, or grubs witchy. It is the same with dreams. Go on, Sophie said. I have billions of dreams on my shelves, right or left. Right, Sophie said. I has dreams about bathtubs, lots of them. I has dreams about silver wings. I has dreams about flying. So all I has to do is mix those dreams together in the proper way, and I is very quickly making a dream where you is flying in a bathtub with silver wings. I see what you mean, Sophie said, but I didn't know you could mix one dream with another. Dreams like being mixed, the BFG answered. They is getting very lonesome all by themselves in those glass bottles. Right, Sophie said. Now then, do you have a dream about the Queen of England? Lots of them, the BFG said. And about giants? Of course, the BFG said. And about giants eating people? Swiggles of them, the BFG said. And about little girls like me? Those is the commonest of all, the BFG said. I has bottles and bottles of dreams about little girls. And you could mix them up just as I want you to? Sophie asked, getting more and more excited. Of course, the BFG said. But how is this helping us? I think you is barking up the wrong dog. Now hold on, Sophie said. Listen carefully. I want you to mix a dream which you will blow into the Queen of England's bedroom when she's asleep. And this is how it will go. 
Now, hang on a mintic, the BFG said. How is I possibly going to get near enough to the Queen of England's bedroom to blow in my dream? He was talking dumbly. I'll tell you later, Sophie said. For the moment, please listen carefully. Here's the dream I want you to mix. Are you paying close attention? Very close, the BFG said. I want the Queen to dream that nine disgusting giants, each one about 50 feet tall, are galloping to England in the night. She must dream their names as well. What are their names again? Flesh Lump Eater, the BFG said. Man Hugger, Bone Cruncher, Child Chewer, Meat Dripper, Gizzard Gulper, Maid Masher, Blood Bottler, and the Butcher Boy. Let her dream all those names, Sophie said, and let her dream that they will be creeping into England in the depths of the witching hour and snatching little boys and girls from their beds. Let her dream that they will be reaching into the bedroom windows and pulling little boys and girls out of their beds. And then, Sophie paused, do they eat them on the spot or do they carry them away first? She asked. They usually just popping them straight into their mouths like popcorn, the BFG said. Put that in the dream, Sophie said. And then, and then the dream must say that when their tummies are full, they will go galloping back to giant country where no one can find them. Is that all? The BFG said. Certainly not, Sophie said. You must then explain to the queen in her dream that there is a big, friendly giant who can tell her where all those beasts are living so that she can send her soldiers and armies to capture them once and for all. And let her dream one last and very important thing. Let her dream that there is a little girl called Sophie sitting on her windowsill who will tell her where the big, friendly giant is hiding. Where is he hiding? asked the BFG. We'll come to that later, Sophie said. So the queen dreams her dream, right? Right, the BFG said. Then she wakes up and the first thing she thinks is, oh, what a horrid dream. I'm so glad it was only a dream. And then she looks up from her pillow and what does she see? What does she see, the BFG said. She sees a little girl called Sophie sitting on her windowsill right there in real life before her eyes. How is you going to be sitting on the queen's windowsill, may I beg? The BFG said. You are going to put me there, Sophie said. And that's the lovely part about it. If someone dreams that there is a little girl sitting on her windowsill, and then she wakes up and sees that the little girl really is sitting there, that is a dream come true, is it not? I was beginning to see where you was driving to, the BFG said. If the queen is knowing that part of her dream is true, then perhaps she's believing the rest of it is true as well. That's about it, Sophie said, but I shall have to convince her of that myself. You said you was wanting the dream to say there is a big friendly giant who's going to talk to the queen? Absolutely, Sophie said, you must. You are the only one who can tell her where to find the other giants. How is I meeting the queen? asked the BFG. I is not wanting to be shooted at by her soldiers. The soldiers are only in front of the palace, Sophie said. At the back, there's a huge garden, and there are no soldiers in there at all. There's a very high wall with spikes on it around the garden to stop people climbing in. But you could simply walk over that. How is you knowing all this about the Queen's palace? The BFG asked. Last year, I was in a different orphanage, Sophie said. It was in London, and we used to go for walks all around there. Is you helping me to find this palace? The BFG asked. I has never dared to go hide and sneaking around London in my life. I'll show you the way, Sophie said confidently. 
I is frightened of London, the BFG said. Don't be, Sophie said. It is full of tiny dark streets, and there are very few people about in the witching hour. The BFG picked Sophie up between one finger and thumb and placed her gently in the palm of his other hand. Is the Queen's Palace very big, he asked. Huge, Sophie said. Then how was we finding the right bedroom? That's up to you, Sophie said. You're supposed to be an expert at that sort of thing. And you was absolutely sure the queen will not put me in a zoo with all the caterpillars? Of course she won't, Sophie said. You'll be a hero, and you'll never have to eat snozcumbers again. Sophie saw the BFG's eyes widen. He licked his lips. You mean it, he said. You really mean it? No more digestive snozcumbers? You couldn't get one of them if you wanted to, Sophie said. Humans don't grow them. That did it. The BFG got to his feet. When is you wanting me to mix this special dream, he asked. Now, Sophie said, at once. When is we going to see the queen, he said. Tonight, Sophie said, as soon as you've mixed the dream. Tonight, the BFG cried. Why such a flush bunking flurry? If we can't save tonight's children, we can anyway save tomorrow's, Sophie said. What is more, I'm getting famished. I haven't had a thing to eat for 24 hours. Then we had better get crackling, the BFG said, moving back towards the cave. Sophie kissed him on the tip of his thumb. I knew you'd do it. Come on, let's hurry.